It is Monday, March 15th here in Draft Shark Studios in Rochester, New York. I'm your host, Matt Schaff. Welcome to the Dynasty Prospect Scouting Reports podcast. With me, as always, is Jared Smola, and this is going to be a new feature here. It's going to be quicker-hitting podcasts through this rookie time, Jared, because we post Dynasty Prospect Scouting Reports on DraftSharks.com for free throughout draft season. We have kicked off that series again this year. We've got six of them already posted and a bunch more coming. Yeah, it'll be fun to talk through all these guys. I'm, I'm going to use it as my like time to look at these non-wide receiver prospects. Like I, I spent the morning digging into Trey Lance for this show. Yeah, just kind of a uh, sidekick to the articles that we've done for the past few years here. Should be good. That's right. As I mentioned, I mean, this is the fifth year at least that you can go back and look at them. We've got six of them posted already. We've got more than 30 coming your way. Every single one will be a free read on DraftSharks.com. And you can even check back on previous years. As Jared mentioned, Trey Lance is the focus today. And I think it's a good time to start these because I've now had the chance to look at Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Trey Lance. He is the third quarterback that I have posted the scouting report on DraftSharks.com for Trey Lance is exciting to watch. That's the first thing. It's not hard to see what to like about him. And if you check into the scouting report, that's what I lead off with is the rushing. So let's step back from that a little bit because the numbers are also eye-popping on the passing side. 28 touchdown passes, no interceptions in his lone season as a starter at North Dakota State. He was a red shirt as a true freshman with Easton Stick finishing out his run at NDSU. Of course, that followed Carson Wentz being there. So we just got the one year. Then last year, of course, the season was postponed by COVID. The conference and FCS are now playing out that season in the spring, but Trey Lance is not because he's entered the draft. So he had the big passing numbers. He had 1,100 rushing yards in that season as well. He led the Bison in carries, rushing yards, and rushing touchdowns, scored 14 times on the ground, scored in 10 of their 16 games that season. And the rushing stuff is really the big draw for fantasy, Jared. Yeah, the rushing stuff for sure. I mean, the the arm strength, I think, is, you know, top notch. There are definitely some inconsistencies as a passer. But, uh, like, from a tools perspective, he has, like, everything – an NFL team would want everything a fantasy team would want with the rushing that you mentioned. Um, you know, he he's he he's a plus athlete, obviously. He also has plus size, you know, 6'4, 224 pounds. Pro football focus compared him to Taysom Hill, you know, kind of a size and play style wise. You see that, you know, he he's a physical runner. He did a lot of stuff around the goal line in college. From a fantasy perspective, as much upside as any quarterback in this class. I think much, much less safe than at least Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, just the experience they have at you know higher level competition yeah i watched five of his games in doing the scouting report including the one exhibition that they played against central arkansas this past year he didn't have a great game there he was just 15 of 30 passing ran for 143 and two touchdowns though i know doug farrar looked at that game and said that central arkansas played an impressive defense like nfl style defensive concepts in that game and that gave trey lance trouble so it wasn't so much a game that made him worry about trey lance but an impressive game plan to play against him It looked like Trey Lance was there, Josh Allen, near the goal line in particular. I mentioned the 14 touchdowns. They went to him a lot near the goal line. You can see that he runs hard. I would imagine his NFL team would like him to do a little bit less of that running hard stuff. But as a fantasy owner, you like to see it. And it's really important to kind of note the differences between actual football and fantasy. We don't really care that much if there's bust potential to him, if there's also this 
high scoring fantasy ceiling. And that's what the rushing gives him. I mean, I look at him, I think of guys like Colin Kaepernick. I know you mentioned Robert Griffin. There's so much arm talent. There's so much rushing. He's raw because he's played for one year, but I don't need him to become a star. I'm willing to bet on the ceiling and not worry about the basement. Yeah. RG three was the guy he just reminded me of just watching him run. He kind of has those long legs, those long strides that RG three had. Trey Lance is actually a couple inches taller than RG three, about the same weight. Um, he's about the same weight too as Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, just to give you kind of a, a feel for his size. I, you know, I think again he he plays bigger than those guys. Um, yeah, you said it upside, especially at quarterback in Dynasty. Like that that's almost all I care about. I mean, yeah, it would be nice to land someone like Matt Ryan and have like a you know low end quarterback one for ten to twelve years. But in Dynasty, you you can find those pretty easily. You know, talking about one quarterback leagues, tougher in two quarterback super flex setups, but. Um, I, I just I want to shoot for someone who, you know, has difference making top five upside at quarterback. And I, again, I think Lance has as much, maybe more upside than Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields because of that rushing ability. Yeah, I, I think that he has similar upside. I'm not sure I'm willing to say that he has more, I guess, physically. There's probably a higher ceiling, but I'm not sure that that translates to too much higher ceiling fantasy wise. Well, you know, look into those guys more as we set the dynasty rankings for good. I think for right now, it's Trey Lance and Zach Wilson clearly behind Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields for me, I guess mostly because in terms of that physical upside, Lawrence Fields, Trey Lance, I think are all all at least close in terms of passing upside and rushing upside. Lawrence and Fields are more polished. They've proven it against higher level um, opponents. So it's not as much of a projection with them. So I feel better about betting on them without giving up some of the upside. Lance does sit ahead of Zach Wilson for me. And we were talking to Kevin about it. He said that um, he heard PFF make the comp of uh, Baker Mayfield for Zach Wilson. I think that's a good one. You look at Baker Mayfield versus Lamar Jackson. If I'm an NFL team, I'm going to feel better about Baker Mayfield because I can see him being an NFL quarterback more easily. If I'm betting for fantasy, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson because if he hits, we saw what's possible of happening ultimately as your starting quarterback in fantasy, the points that that rushing can bring. Whereas, you know, Baker Mayfield's more like Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr level of fantasy production. Yeah, no doubt Wilson's safer. I expect Wilson to go earlier in the NFL draft. I think, you know, Wilson's probably a, a day one starter for his NFL team. I, you know, Lance shouldn't be a day one starter. We'll see, you know, when these teams take a guy in the top 10, they're, you know, kind of pressured into getting them on the field. I, I think, you know, Lance more than, even most quarterback prospects, the fact that he's coming from, you know, an, an FCS school and really didn't play at all in 2020, you know, he, he needs some time, I think, to, you know, be groomed to sort of settle into his NFL offense. So you're going to have to be more patient with him, I think, um, from a dynasty perspective, you know, he's really, you know, someone I think only super late in best ball you want to be messing with. Cause again, I, I don't think you're gonna get a full season of him as a starter, but again, it's all about ceiling for me. And I think Lance with the arm talent, with the rushing ability, with the size, with the athleticism, you know, ha- has, High, high upside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say one more on the, you know, on the side of not overrating what excites you about him is just like think back a couple of years if Jordan Love's college career had ended after 2018 when he had that huge year with 32 touchdown passes, six picks. It was his first full starting season. Then he came back the next year in 2019 and disappointed versus that. You know, we could talk about what factors led to that. And I think that the ceiling on Trey Lance is much higher fantasy-wise than it was for Jordan Love because Jordan Love isn't near the runner that Trey Lance is. But we haven't had the chance to see if there is a slump, um, if there is that downside, or if he just you know keeps growing. Daniel Jeremiah compared him to Andrew Luck. 
Bucky Brooks compared him to Deshaun Watson. So evaluators are excited and the upside's there. We certainly like him around here too. Definitely. That's going to do it for this Dynasty Rookie Scouting Report on Trey Lance. We'll be back on here tomorrow, Jared and I, to discuss one of the hotter names, especially for fantasy owners, Minnesota wide receiver Rashad Bateman. Check out DraftSharks.com for a new profile basically every day up until the NFL draft. That includes the three quarterbacks I mentioned. It will include Zach Wilson as well soon. Become a DS Insider so you can see where all these guys sit in our up-to-date Dynasty rankings, and of course, just to see the redraft rankings and use the MVP board if you're doing best ball drafting right now. We are also on Twitter. We are at DraftSharks. Jared is at SmolaDS. I am at ShaufDS. That's S-C-H-A-U-F. For Jared Smola and the rest of the DraftSharks crew, I'm Matt Shaf saying thanks so much for swimming with us.